Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right. Well, with knowing that we've got both coaches there, we'll go ahead and get started. First, I'd like to welcome everyone to the Selection Sunday press conference for the 2023 Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Today, we'll be joined by our two head coaches and Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl CEO, Gary Stoken. After opening statements, we'll move to questions from the media. If you have a question, please remember to use the raise hand feature. When called on, we'll ask you to mute your line and go ahead with your question. At this time, we'll welcome head coach Lane Kiffin of the 11th ranked Old Miss Rebels and head coach James Franklin of the 10th ranked Penn State Nittany Lions and Gary Stoken, CEO and president of the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. So, Gary, with that, we'll start with some opening comments from you, please. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Just want to welcome everybody to the uh, 56th Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. We're the ninth oldest bowl game in the country, but the first game founded for charity. Uh, That's in our DNA. We take great pride in that. We're the most charitable bowl organization in the country out of all 44 bowls, where we've given over $62 million to charity. We're also famous for our Southern hospitality and for both teams' experience. Out of all 44 bowls last year, the bowl season ranked the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl as the number one student athlete experience bowl in the country. So uh, it's very important to us to play great host to both teams, the players, the coaches, administration, and fans. Uh, They say styles make great fights. And we've got a great fight with one of the top offenses in the country and uh, the top total defense in the country a top 10 quarterback and a top 10 running back against the uh, number one total defense in the country. Uh, We got SEC versus Big Ten. Um, And I just want to congratulate both Coach Franklin and Coach Kiffin, who we know well. They've been in our bowl before. Uh, James at Maryland, where they beat uh, Tennessee in 2003. And um, also Lane was here with Alabama in 2016 as well as with Tennessee in 2009. So it's good to rally back with both James and Lane. Look forward to hosting you, your families, your players, your coaching staff, your administration, and your great fans. So um, with that, on behalf of our board, our staff, who are the best in the business, we want to welcome you to Atlanta, the capital college football for the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Thanks, Matt. All right. Thank you, Gary. Um, All right. After comments from the head coaches, we'll go into Q&A from the media. Again, please make sure your viewers label correctly and you use the raise hand feature. We'll take our opening statement at this time from Coach Kiffin. Go ahead, Coach. All right, guys. Gary, thanks for having me. Um, We couldn't be more excited uh, to be part of this unbelievable matchup and to play a great university and program like Penn State and Coach Franklin and all the success that he's had there and the great players uh, and be close to home for us to where a lot of our fans can go to a great stadium and um, be a great matchup. So um, obviously a lot of stuff going on with playoff announcements and then the bowl games and then recruiting visits at the same time. So kind of in a whirlwind 
of uh, things, but um, we couldn't be more excited about this bowl game and this matchup and coming to Atlanta. Thank you, Coach. And now uh, opening comment from Coach Franklin. Go ahead, Coach. Gary, great to see you again. Uh, yeah, we, we couldn't be more excited uh, to play in the Chick-fil-A uh, Peach Bowl. Uh, had a great experience last time I was here. Um, obviously, ton of respect uh, for Ole Miss uh, from my time in the SEC. Um, and then obviously for Lane. Uh, me and Lane uh, have known each other for a long time. Obviously, have followed his career from afar. We have a lot of uh, friends in common as well, and uh, you know it's been it's been great to watch those guys play. When I've had the opportunity this year as well, he's always played an exciting brand of football. So, when you talk about two programs, you know, with such a strong brand and reputation and history, uh, like Penn State and Ole Miss. Uh, also pretty cool that that Penn State has never played uh, in the Peach Bowl, which is something that's unusual in 2023. There's not too many things you can say that have, that has never happened, especially for a program like Penn State. Uh, should be a great experience for our players, should be a great experience for our fans. And obviously the matchup between uh, the Big Ten and the SEC, two of the most respected conferences and in, in all of college football so Gary we appreciate this opportunity Lane uh, great year congratulations and I look forward to seeing you soon all right thanks for that coach very much we appreciate it uh, all right we'll just go ahead and jump into Q&A from the media and we'll take our first question from Tyler Donahue from Lions 247 go ahead uh, Tyler thank you very much appreciate that um, this is for James and Lane on a similar subject, same subject, I suppose. But James, you announced the hiring of Andy Kotelnicki a couple of days ago. What will the preparation on offense and, and the approach on offense look like from your staff from that vantage point between now and this matchup? And Lane, preparing for a, a team that uh, dismissed their offensive coordinator after 10 matchups as you get to gather the film for this and get, get into it, how much do you take into account what has happened in the last two weeks versus what happened in those first 10 weeks? Well, obviously, without getting into a whole lot of strategy with Lane actually on this uh, call, that wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, but, yeah, you know, obviously, um, you know, we made a change and we have co-coordinators and they did a great job, you know, for the last two games of the year. And we got Andy here. So Andy will be here more just taking everything in, getting a feel for how we operate the culture. Very similar to when we hired Manny, um, be able to be here, be around our players, uh, be able to sit in all meetings, be able to see strengths and weaknesses so that literally the the day the uh, bowl game ends, you know, he can jump in with both feet and get going. So uh, we'll, we'll keep things structured the way they have been for the last the last two games of the season. Coach Kevin? Well, I'm glad James went first there because I didn't know much about the situation. So I was hoping James would answer. So then I would have my answer to that. So um it sounds like we need to prepare a lot for the last two weeks. And, um, you know, we know that um, they have great players led by a great head coach and um, obviously made a difficult decision and one that was in the best interest of their program. And they've done a, a really good job the last couple of weeks. Uh, so um, we'll go to work on this and um, be excited to get some bowl practices before we get to a, the great city of Atlanta and play – an awesome matchup uh, game. If, if, 
hey, hey Matt, if if any of the old Miss reporters could ask Lane some questions that could give me some understanding of what's going on in his program too, that that would be helpful. We'll uh, we'll do our best to help you on that, Coach. No problem. Uh, all right, we'll take our next question from Rich Scarcella from the Reading Eagle. Go ahead, Rich. Thank you, Matt. Uh, this is for both coaches. Um, Lane, first of all, how much do you know about Penn State's personnel? Um, how much did you see of them just watching TV? And, and the same thing for you, James. How much do you know of Mississippi's personnel? And, and, and how much did you see them this year just by happenstance? Thank you. Yeah, I, I don't know a lot. I, I don't really um, – I kind of say this all the time. I think you guys think that we watch more football, you know, on Saturdays than we do. Um, so when we don't play teams that have common opponents that we don't watch their film, you know, for breakdown purposes, I don't really get to watch much football. So I don't get to see great teams like Penn State and other conferences play. So um, I got our early report from our personnel people that um, – Phenomenal players, a couple first-rounders on defense that I was hoping Coach Franklin was going to announce they're opting out, so maybe he'll help us with that too. And um, so that's all I know. Yeah, for us, uh, you know, really a similar response. Um, you know, sometimes when you're sitting around the hotel, you get a chance to watch um, a few games or maybe even just a few highlights uh, we do have some guys that that we both recruited that are either on our team or on their team, you know, that we're familiar with specifically their tailback. We got a ton of respect for we recruited him out of uh, out of high school. Um, but, yeah, besides that, we just, you know, coaches don't really kind of make decisions or come up with a feel uh, based off, you know, seeing highlights on TV or watching a, watching a game kind of on TV in the afternoon while you're sitting around a hotel. It's very different than the, than the, than the uh, coaches film that we study. So yeah, not a whole lot um, at this point, but, you know, obviously been able to see a little bit and Lane's done a great job, not only in recruiting, but developing and then also scheme uh, so it's going to be a challenge, and and we recognize that. But literally, just getting started. Probably like Lane, I, I'm sitting in a in a FBO right now. Just just landed. Uh, haven't had a whole time to haven't had a whole bunch of time to do a whole lot more than that. All right. We'll take our next question from Tyler Comas from Inside the Rebels. Just for Lane here, are are, are you expecting any opt outs? Have you heard of any opt outs, or do you kind of expect to have your full full go there? I have not heard of any. Um, I, I would expect that we do um, or that we don't have any. Um, we're kind of not in one of those years where we really have, you know, some first rounders that are, you know, coming out that, you know, are concerned of injuries and, and so forth. So I would not an anticipate that um, happening with us. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head, and PXG has nailed the fitted breathable my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. 
Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com slash TOC, code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. PXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, we'll go next to Mike Gross from the Lancaster Newspapers. Uh, yeah, James, uh, if you could just give us a, the rundown of sort of the logistics. When are you, when are you leaving to go down there? Uh, what's your practice schedule looks like? What are you going to be doing for the next couple of weeks? Yeah, as you know, uh, our ops guys have, have already got this all mapped out. We've already sent it out to the players uh, and the parents and things like that. But again, I'm, I'm sitting in FBO just got off, off the plane. I don't have those things in front of me, but, uh, we'll, we'll be trying to balance, uh, recruiting, uh, as well as these bowl practices that we have right now that are more, you know, kind of like spring ball practices, program development practices, while we take the time to come up with the game plan and get, get into the specifics, uh, of Ole Miss, but we're not ready to do that yet. And then we all obviously have finals week as well. So we're kind of still in that, um, you know, recruiting slash information gathering period uh, on Ole Miss, but we will, we will get a little bit of work into. From the Daily Collegian. Hey, James Lane, hope you're well. Um, wanted to ask about opt-outs again. Um, what is your kind of role in that decision making? Obviously, it's you know it's up to them and their families. Um, but is there something that maybe you can say? Are these conversations that you're actively having with these guys? Um, and does that change for you, James and and, and Laney too? Thanks. Yeah, you know, obviously, you hope that the relationships that are there, um, you know, that you've had over a number of years with these players and their parents, that they'll you know, use you in part of that process. But the challenge in, in college football, when we changed the rules and allowed agents to be talking to these players their entire college career, that that's the challenge, right? They're, they're getting information and it's not always accurate information uh, from every direction. So uh, we just try to create an open communication line, uh, try to give guys as much valuable information as possible. Uh, and then from really that point on, at the end of the day, we just want our guys to be able to make you know, great educated decisions based on all the information that's out there. Yeah, I kind of mentioned before, I don't think that, you know, no disrespect to our guys, just from grades coming back and what in conversations with our players in general, I don't think that we have guys um, really in that conversation, um, you know, if that first round type of grade or projection uh to potentially opt out so um i don't think that that will be an issue with us this year michael i think you're on mute go ahead and unmute and go with your question 
Did you say me? Sorry, I you broke up there for a second. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, sorry. Uh, this one's for you, Lane. I know you guys weren't necessarily sure if uh, you guys were going to get that that New Year's uh, that New Year's six birth this year. Did you guys have a a, a watch party or anything? How did you guys find out? And, and what was the player reaction uh, when you guys got the news? We did not have a watch party. Um, we were actually just here working, recruiting. We had an official visit weekend here, and so I was really in recruiting meetings. And um, this would probably surprise you guys. I found out on the TV like all you guys did. So um, obviously excited about that. And we've mentioned before um, what a great matchup it is and what a great stadium to play in in the city. So um, I was very excited, but not probably what you thought. We were just continuing to work and had a lot of official visitors here and a lot of meetings to do. All right, next we'll go to Dan Tortora. Go ahead, Dan. For both of you, for for James, as well as uh, for Lane at Dan Tortora, wakeupcalldt.com. Just what you can say about the balance of preparing for this New Year's Six Bowl, as well as the transfer portal opening, the opportunities of players going in and out, and typical recruiting, how the world you live in right now is is uh, kind of like an autobahn, so to speak. Coach Franklin, start with you, please. Yeah, I think that's the challenge, right? Um you got to, number one, take care of your current players and, and make sure that they are, um, you know, developing and, and finishing strong academically and, and giving yourself the best chance to, to be 1-0 this week or for this game, excuse me. Um, but at the same time, you better be bringing in players, uh, whether it's from high school or from the transfer portal. Uh, that are going to allow you to keep growing and developing as a program and as an organization for the future. So it's the constant battle of, of those two things. And that's why you see college football staffs have, have gotten bigger um, because literally you're trying to do both at the, at the same time constantly. And obviously this time of year, right before signing period and the transfer portal opening, uh, it magnifies it even more so. Yeah, I think, uh... You know, like Coach mentioned, it's a big challenge trying to manage all that at the same time. There's always been recruiting in a bowl game, but now uh, portal doesn't just mean the guys you see going to the portal means your own guys and managing that. And so you're basically managing your current roster and you're trying to manage your projected roster for next year at the same time. So there are a lot of challenges to it. That's the world we live in now and a calendar that's not very ideal or set up very well, but we have to we have to maximize the situation that you know the calendar puts us in. We'll take our next question from John Sokoloff from WCBI. Go ahead, John. Hey, uh, this one's for Lane. Lane, it's your second, you know, New Year's Six Bowl appearance in in three years. And I mean, I'm just curious. A, a year from now, you know, this position would be in the college football playoff as well. How much have you seen that kind of? success so recently of such a high caliber how much have you seen it kind of pay dividends on the recruiting trail and kind of the new landscape of college football well I think it does matter I think just as I said you know we're in all day today and after this announcement you know in recruiting meetings with kids and families and um, that's pretty neat to say to the last three years to be in New Year's Six Bowls and um, obviously we have a goal to do better this time around and finish off and have the first 11 win season in the history of the school. So, but um, anytime that, you know, your players 
or having success on the field and doing well um, helps you in recruiting. For a couple more, uh, we'll go next to Charles Odom from the Associated Press. Go ahead, Charles. Thank you. Um, um, in the first uh, playoff news of the day, obviously there was a um, great impact for uh, SEC current and future teams and, and the Big Ten as well. And I wanted to ask uh, both coaches um, their reaction to um, some dramatic developments and in, in some very difficult circumstances um, uh, and coming up with a four-team playoff. Coach Franklin, start with you, please. I mean, can we get Lane to open up with some of these first so I can see how he answers it? Um, I guess I guess the first thing I'd say is it's like anything else, right? It it depends on your lens. I mean, if you're a Big Ten guy, you have that lens. If you're an SEC um, supporter, you, you have that lens. Um, I think the reality is we had an opportunity to go to 12 teams this year. Um, and it would have solved a lot of issues for a lot of people right now. Um, you know, so you could make an argument for a number of teams. And the reality is when we go to 12 teams, there's going to be arguments for 13, 14, and 15, no different than basketball deals with. So, um, but I, but I do feel like, you know, there was a solution before the season started that would have helped, um, would have helped with this a lot. Um, but. You know, there's always going to be some some tough decisions that are going to have to be made, and there's always going to be some some hurt feelings. I've been through it myself. You know, we we won the Big Ten championship, uh, and another team from the Big Ten, you know, went to the playoffs. So um, these are these are tough decisions. These are challenging situations that we're in, um, and I understand the argument and the uh, you know discussion of all of it. But I'm going to leave my specific opinions to myself. Kiffin? I think like James said, obviously a lot to do with your lenses. And I actually, in our recruiting conversations with our official visiting kids today, just kind of, you know, asked their opinion. Who do you think this was before the announcement? Who do you think what four teams should go in? So you got to hear people from different areas have different answers. And at the end of the day, there's really easy arguments for everybody. You know, if you're, if that's your team or you, or, you know, that's your conference. So, um, they had very hard decisions to make. I do feel for um, Florida State and their players um, for doing everything that they were asked to do and not making it. That was really obviously the first time that's ever happened and um, to be undefeated and for that to happen. Um, I, I did feel for them and, and Coach Norvell because they had an amazing season, overcame a lot to do what they did. Back to Tyler Comas from Inside the Rebels. Go ahead, Tyler. Last one from me, Lane. Um, earlier this week, your tight ends coach announced his move to East Carolina. Do you envision him coaching this upcoming bowl game? And and uh, I guess what do you kind of look for in your in your next coach for next year? Uh, I I do think that he will. We've had discussions about that. Um, very excited for um, JDB getting that job and being able to call an offense and take the next step in his progression in his coaching career. And he did a great job here. So we're really happy for him um, in trying to work out, you know, with them, how, how he can do both jobs and still coach for us um, in the game. So uh, like always, we'll uh, have a tireless effort to find our players, the best coach that we can 
we've had a lot of turnover here um, over our four years now here, and um, we'll just continue to do the best that we can for our players. All right. Thank you, Coach. And with that, we are at our time limit, gentlemen. Uh, Gary, any final comment from you about the incredible matchup that we get to host here in Atlanta? Congratulations to both Lane and to James. Just uh, uh, great jobs this year to lose to number one, number four, number six, and number seven just goes to show how quality of programs that both Penn State and Ole Miss have. And we're looking forward to uh, the navy blue on the field and a light blue or a, a bright red on the green of Mercedes-Benz Stadium on December 30th. So thanks so much, guys. We appreciate your uh, taking the time. We know how busy you are. Appreciate you uh, serving the media this way. And we look forward to serving you and your staffs when you get here to Atlanta. Gary, thanks, appreciate it. Thank you. Guys, thank you. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.